Hello and welcome to another Kangaroo English Daily Digest podcast. My name is Christian and today is Friday. Best day of the week. <laughs> um, before we begin, I just want to say that if you would like to support this podcast and support free education in general, then one of the ways you can do that is to become my patron on Patreon. And you'll find a link to that along with links to my Facebook group and YouTube channel and Instagram and everything else on my website at kangaroenglish.com. Thank you very much. Um, today, I'm going to start um, this Daily Digest with uh, another joke, which is totally relevant to, to what we're going to be talking about today. So, uh, family which is the husband and the wife and the children and the mother-in-law, the family, they decide to go camping in the forest. And one day they're, they're camping like deep, deep in the forest. And the husband and the wife, they wake up and they look over and the mother-in-law is gone. And the wife starts panicking. She's like, oh my God, where's my mum?" And the husband says, don't worry, we'll, we'll go and find her. So he reaches over and picks up a shotgun picks up his shotgun and um, and they they head out into the forest and they start calling uh, mom mom where are you where are you and then after a short while they enter a clearing and then they see her they they discover the mother-in-law with her back up against a tree and in front of her is a giant brown bear 10 foot tall standing on its back legs growling at the air Arr! and and the wife says the wife turns to the husband and says oh my god what are we going to do and the husband says nothing the bear got himself into this mess he's going to have to get himself out of it <laughs> oh such a such a, such such a great joke the the mother-in-law joke it never gets tired and and this relates, it does, I promise, it relates directly to today's word of the day, which is all about hunting. Now, in English, we, like in other languages, we, we have some words which are fossilized words. So they're, they're, they're very, very, very old words that we don't use anymore, that, that nobody would use them in normal conversation or or in, um, you know, in writing, they only exist in these fossilized kind of expressions. And these, one of these fossil words is today's word of the day, which is hark. H-A-R-K, hark. Now, I don't know if, if the, because, you know, we've talked a little bit about sound symbolism in the past. I don't know if that word... You know, does it say anything to you? Does it remind you of any particular thing? Hark. What kind of word do you think it is? It's a verb. Hark. Um, and it, one of the places it exists as a fossil is in a Christmas carol, a very famous Christmas carol that goes like this. Hark the herald angels sing. Fa la 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 la. Hark, the herald angels sing. Any idea what it might mean? So hark actually 
is the old English word for to hear. So basically in the Christmas carol, they're saying, hear the herald angels sing, listen to them sing. Um, and this, this, this old English word was also used in hunting. So imagine that you're out in the, in the forest and you're hunting deer, for example. Not deer like, you know, my, my dear, <laughs> dear Mr. Smith or my dear beautiful wife. No, deer like the animal with, with antlers. Um, and so imagine you're out in the forest and you're hunting deer and um, you hear the noise of a twig breaking in front of you. You know, because the deer's walking around. So you would shout out to the other people in your hunting party. You would shout out, hark forward, which means listen forward, which, which, which basically means I hear something in front of me. I hear something in front of me. So let's go that way because that's where the deer is. Hark forward. Or maybe if you heard something to the right, you heard the, maybe the rustle of uh, some bushes. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the sound of a, a deer in the bushes. So you hear the sound of um, the deer in the bushes and you say, hark right. So everybody runs to the right because they're trying to catch the deer. Or maybe if you hear it behind you, you say, hark back, hark back. And this is the fossilized expression that we have in English to hark back. Now, hark back is really interesting because it's a verb now. It's a two-word verb. Is it a phrasal verb? Mm, probably not, no. Um, and it means basically to, to hark back is to basically look back to a time in the past. Because remember that language is based on human experience. You know, cognitive linguistics tells us that the way that we view the world as humans affects language. So because we walk forward, the future is ahead of us. You know, you ask somebody, what's, what's in front of you? What lies ahead for humanity? Because the future is in front of us because we walk forward. But probably if we were crabs... The future might be to the left or to the right. Think about that. It's kind of weird, right? Um, and 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 you know, for us as well, because uh, because the past is behind us. Because well, that's where we just came from. The past is at our backs, and so to hark back is to talk about the past. So, for example, you might say, um, imagine you have in your hand a cable from. From uh, well, do do you remember when remote controls for the television had a wire? <laughs> so there was three phases. The first phase was that televisions had no remote control. You had to stand up and walk over to the television and turn that big dial, click, 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 to change the channel. And if you were the child of the family, your job was to basically be a human remote control. You know, your mum would say, um, Christian, get up and put on channel four. And you'd be like, oh, mom. <laughs> so that was the first phase when the children were the remote controls. And then we moved to the phase when your remote control was in your hand, but you had this long cable which plugged into the, to the television or the VCR. That was a little bit better, but still, well, 
strange. And then, obviously, now the final stage is you have a completely wireless remote control. And now the the problem is you you lose the damn thing down the sofa or you can't find it or maybe your kid picks it up and hides it or the dog's got it in the bed or, you know. There's, there's always a problem with the remote control. Um, and but But those... Those those older remote controls with the wires they hark back to the beginnings of of remote controls. Do you see how that verb works? They hark back. It's a bit like saying they they remind us of a time in the past. They they make us look back. You know, floppy disks hark back to an older era of of computers. The music of Madonna harks back to the eighties and nineties. Um, and so now I want to, I want to hark back to an earlier time of, of my YouTube channel, actually, well, the very beginning and from the, from the very beginning, my, my motto has been to stop studying and start communicating. And I think a lot of people have a lot, it's, it's easy to take that motto the wrong way, because obviously there's a, there's a lot of people out there, um, you know, teachers and and schools and institutions who are selling the idea of learning English the easy way. Right? We have the method: learn English in ninety days, the easy way without studying. Da da da. Right? Um, and of course, you don't learn anything without. You don't learn anything without um, without effort, right? Um, and and that's why this the second part of my my motto is really important. It's stop studying but start communicating because although it may not seem like it, you know, the very act of communication is a really important part of learning. I mean, monolingual English native speakers. They learn, they learn about four new words a week for their entire lives. So think about that. So, you know, you think that you're, you think that maybe by the time you're 20 and you finished university and, um, you know, that's it. You know, now you're fluent and you have everything you need. No, you're learning four new words a week. That's the minimum. Some people are learning two new words a day as adults forever for their whole lives, um, and then on top of that, language is changing and evolving and you're becoming a better communicator. And so all of these things are happening. And um, it it's a reminder that, that communication is always learning. And um, so I have this really interesting scientific paper here from 2014. Uh, it was published in PLOS One and the title is when it hurts and helps to try the role of effort in language learning. And what, what they did was they, they took a group of people and they played them this string, this stream of audio. Um, it was 10 minutes long and it was basically these, just these words repeating on a cycle. So the words repeated 45 times. And, and the words were completely invented words but they had but they were they were the words were modeled on an english structure but this it sounded like this okay muka ka ul tibed 
lite beod feinot. Duba poi in mufop. Muka ka ultipid. Lite beod feinot. Duba poi in mufop. <laughs> and so this would repeat like this for 10 minutes. And what they wanted to know was how much were people absorbing simply by, by paying attention, not by studying, by paying attention in there. You know, it's a type of passive communication. Um, and so that was the first group. The second group, they actually sat them down. They sat down these, these students and they explained to them all of the details of the experiment. They explained to them that the words came from three categories. We had the mukur category, the ka'ul category, and the tibed category. Um, the difference is that it was about the order of consonants and vowels. So we had mukur, we have consonant, vowel, consonant, vowel. If we have ka'ul, we have consonant, vowel, vowel, consonant. And if we have tibed, we have consonant, vowel, consonant, vowel, consonant. And so they explained all this, and they got them to study, and then they tested them. And the crazy thing is that they discovered, um, after they tested them, that those the group of people who, who, um, who just learned by paying attention, just by listening to the audio and paying attention, those people, they didn't do worse on any of... The, the measures. So there was three types of tests. They didn't do worse on word segmentation or word order. They didn't do worse. But they actually did better on the grammar, on the category structure. And th this tells us that, and this is basically based on the a hypothesis from Alyssa Newport called Less is More. And because there's, there's a persistent question. Is it why are children so much better? Why does it seem that they're so much better at learning languages than adults? Because as it says in the paper, adults allow an advantage, sorry, adults show an advantage over children in many measures of cognitive ability, including cognitive control, working memory, the ability to manipulate and hold information in the mind, declarative, declarative memory, and endogenous attention. So basically, in it's obvious, right? Adults are just better, smarter than children. We can hold information in our mind. We can do maths. You know. So why are we so bad at doing languages? Well, the reason is that we try too hard. <laughs> we we we're treating language like this academic subject and it's failing us we need to do what children do more which is enter into communication now it's a very dangerous thing i'm not suggesting that adults learn a language like children because that's just silly because adults are not children i'm not suggesting that and i'm also not suggesting that adults should you know <laughs> should never study because Obviously, it's a lot faster to take that shortcut to sit down for an hour or a day or whatever and learn some of those basics of, of a particular piece of grammar and then go and practice it, right? Um, so I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that you should be doing a little bit of studying, right? 
the necessary to get the concept. And then you should be spending 99.999% of your time using the damn thing in communication because that's what children do. So by doing that, you know, we, we combine the advantage of being an adult with all of our cognitive capacity with, with all of the benefits that we get from not making an effort, from learning in the way that our brains really want us to learn. Because remember that, you know, for, for thousands of years, we never studied languages, ever. You know, we never studied anything. Languages are as ancient as, as we are. And, you know, we sometimes we seem to forget that um, it's not necessary to to spend all of our time in a workbook that actually our our organism doesn't want that it wants to it wants to communicate and and be involved in conversation well anyway i think i've philosophized <laughs> quite enough for for a friday and um, so i'm going to call it i'm going to call it quits uh, i hope you enjoyed today's daily digest i'm christian and have a great weekend i'll see you in class 